Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. We're here. All right. So this is a conversation long overdue, long overdue. Like literally, I thought this gorgeous beast in front of me was going to be my very first in-person guest. I've got Talia Delju with me, and she is so precious. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I... I like share all of her wisdom all the time and she's just gorgeous and precious and she is like like just my little I just like want to hold you in my heart and just squeeze you to pieces. I literally feel like I live inside your heart every day. So, we're on the same page. Good. Yeah. Perfect. So, um yeah, so we have a lot to unpack yeah. in this episode. Um we have grown so much together like me as a healer Mm -hmm. I have grown so much working with you because you have just let me explore the unknown we have explored the unknown together Mm -hmm. so why don't you just take a moment and introduce yourself and tell people about you and like how you we even connected and all that good stuff remember because it's been so long literally before this conversation before we hit record we were like how do we even tell the story where do we begin it's cute that we think we can just like sum it up into a however many minutes hour long conversation this is maybe going to be if we decide to even put this out into the world (laughs) who knows where we're going to go so we met 2019 question mark question mark question mark and the Vaughn that was Vaughn and the me that was me who were those versions I don't know beautiful versions but so far from who and how we are in the world now um what about me okay let's see I'm in the healing space I'm in the coaching space and so by default I'm in the work as much as I encourage clients to be in the work. And I was actually just telling Vaughn about a story that, you know, basically a thing that happened in 2019 that really put me like deep into the work that she didn't know about until yeah, today, which is yeah. also wild. And, you know, I've always been curious and open and ready to dive into the deep end with this work. You were just the first person that made it feel safe and fun and I mean you've been along for the ride with me we've the things we've seen the things we've felt the things we've released the things we've moved like I feel like we should start at the end and then work our way backwards almost because it felt like everything we had done prepared me for the ultimate healing that had to happen. It's like we were in training. Yeah. That's how I explain my healing journey. It's like I knew the mountain, the mountain being generational stuff 
generational healing. We can go into that mm-hmm. as well. <clears throat> but so much had to happen before I was ready to go there and ready to face, like, my honestly, my biggest, biggest fears in life. And you, may, A, made it all possible. B, just like helped me prepare and train for like the the thing that I truly believe I came here to do. And now we've talked about this a million times, but like being on the other side of that mountain, having answered the call and done the generational healing work, I feel like life is just beginning mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And it's 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 like where how do you describe I don't so I feel like you are the perfect example of of layers you know Mm -hmm. how you have to work through the layers Mm -hmm. to get to the core Mm -hmm. of it all like you can't just like get there like you have to work through the layers to even know what you're working towards because you knew you were working towards something and you knew it felt generational, but you didn't know what exactly, but you were open and you had that desire. You you know, you were so connected to that soul guidance Mm -hmm. that was leading you to like, I, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this, you know, and you just kept taking action on that soul guidance Mm -hmm. and each step that you took got you closer and closer and closer to that mountain Mm -hmm. and then once you are at that mountain and I do feel like you know I often say like the healing journey never ends Mm -hmm. but there is a point where you can wrap a bow around healing um things that you are really working through you know like things come full circle and you can put a bow on that and you can be like wow I am on the other side of that and that's what I always say like the healing journey is it's hard it's difficult it's emotional but on the other side of that is freedom and that's where you are you are on the other side of that is freedom so what was the thing like what in your soul did you feel like was you were headed towards or working towards? That's a great question. I don't know if I knew what I was working towards specifically, but I knew that it scared me. Like it felt very scary to confront the things that, and I used the word confront, but ultimately it was just to heal them. But it felt like it was going to have to be this like big confrontation. Um, And I'm happy to get like, specific and shared details um I knew it had to do with my role in my family I knew that I saw things differently I knew that certain patterns needed to stop and I really resisted taking that on as my like I I knew I was chosen to do that and I really it was, I resisted it for a long time. Yeah. Right? Like, fuck. Well, what do you, what, I mean, yeah, I feel that because there's so many things there. Like, what was, what was some of the resistance? Like, it feels like. Yeah, it was like. It, it's mean, like, who am I? Like, that old feeling. Like, who am I to be the one to create change in my, gener- in the lineage yes. of my generation? So, there was some of that, but it was more so, like, 
why do I have to be the one mm. to do this? I'm the kid. Like, I'm the child. Yeah. Why do I, like, that's not, I shouldn't have to. Yeah. But you're the bridge. <laughs> you're the bridge. I like, know, I the, know. We, the, we, us doing the work right now, yeah. we are the bridge. Like, yeah. I know, I know, but it is a big responsibility to carry. It is. It is. And, I, and, like, I think, you know, the inner child work for me came in with recognizing like I I don't have I think for a long time I was attached to certain needs being met by my parents as most of us are and when I realized through the layers of the work and through the healing that was happening that I didn't need them to meet those needs anymore It'd be nice if they did, but I didn't need it. I wasn't a child anymore. I, like there was something that happened where I was like, "Oh, I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions. I am capable. I am brave. I like I am all these things." And to like remove myself out of the, um, I don't know, like limited understanding of like the family dynamics and the, you're like I'm the child they're the parents they should yeah. know they're this that means like none of that none of that applied to does that make sense yeah 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 and yeah like, right well because there what there was like the dynamic and then right. all of a sudden the dynamic had to be dissolved for you to step into that yes. role of leading your family through the change that you right. know that you were called here to do right. in your like, family yeah almost like me as the like mother yeah yeah right? oh yeah yeah which i mean no i know very i'm I, yeah. yeah i mean this Front is Rosie. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so the the resistance to that right and like all the the mother wound mm-hmm. tied to that mm-hmm. and the things i didn't get the things i should have gotten that you know all of all of that I had to look at and resolve and work through and accept and acknowledge and appreciate even and to the point where I could step in and say actually like I will be the one to meet these needs not just for myself but also for you all Mm. okay and I you know that to back to our earlier point like I had to be ready I had to do what I had to do I had to train I had to prepare to be able to like take that take that on to the point where we came into this beautiful room mm-hmm. with my mom mm-hmm. and my like my I remember my like my my whole being in that room that day like I felt like I could take anything mm-hmm. on like I was not afraid I was not swayed I was not affected by what was happening and that took an ability like that was because I had learned the ability to really stay in self and be connected and not let the chaos around me like knock me off my center does that make sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and so that day for me was such an it felt like an initiation. It, it was an initiation. I think you it an activation. Yeah. Remember in the middle of the session, you turned to me and you were like, Talia, open your mouth. This is your activation. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but I also know what that means exactly. Yeah. And then it was, uh, that's the thing about the 
space that is created here um, about how how I have grown, you know, and the energies that that come into that are walking beside me, you know, like when I'm when we're going through a session, it's like I am so trusted by by the holy healing spirits that I work with that it's like we can throw anything on her and she will deliver it. Mm-hmm. And what I what was thrown down on me to pass through to you to for you to like see and witness what was happening in that healing session mm-hmm. was for tr- seriously it was your initiation, your activation of becoming that version of you that was a leader that that was like I can stand tall in all of who I am and all that I know and all of the work that I have done over the past mm-hmm. few years mm-hmm. because you have worked really 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 hard mm-hmm. on yourself and yeah. for your family and so in that moment and so what happened was was we've worked together just she and I um, over the past I. I Three, three years, I guess, pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. And um, and in this particular session, her mom was ready to to come in and, and was like, I'm I'm ready to let go of some of this stuff. Like, and that's the thing, like you were becoming the example of what was possible, of, of what it feels like to feel free mm-hmm. in your body. You know, like you you were experiencing joy and abundance and you were setting boundaries and you weren't as easily you know triggered as maybe you were before and you know like you were becoming like Talia as Talia was meant to be created and I think also I was building the capacity oh yes yes absolutely space yes her to hold to hold it all 100 percent yeah 100 percent because yeah, I mean, if you think back to one of our first sessions in here that that I remember, you know, this in this space particular where things got a little physical, yeah. Um, because then, like, there's no way that version of you could have done what you did, you know, a few months ago with here with your mom. Yeah, I mean, that session in particular, we can probably go there really quick. Yeah, let's go there. That session was. I mean, I think every session in some way has been me. Yeah, like building the capacity in my body to hold discomfort, to handle pain. Mm. Like that day was so it hurt. It, it literally it was hurt. so painful and you were like, um, You can handle it, Talia, and I wanted to run out the door. Yeah. And you did not let me. But I had to and it was this it was this like incredible like combination of both the like holding of the pain while also apologizing for the pain but also knowing like you I don't know if this is going to make sense but like you've been you've been chosen to take these hits because you can handle these hits more than anyone else can Mm -hmm. and we're sorry for how much it hurts but like you can you're the only one who can yeah. feel this and handle this and hold this and but at the time you didn't think you could handle it right and so and literally literally yeah. there was 
physical, I was literally like beating stuck pain and generational trauma out of your body. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like I was beating in your psoas and your glutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's where a lot of past life is stored is in our glute area and then our psoas, which is that muscle um, in your mid back. Mm-hmm. That is the muscle of your soul. And so all of that, all of it is attached. Mm-hmm. And I just remember pressing and, and, It sounds so horrible to say hitting, but I was literally, it like your ancestors were moving through me, hitting those areas in your body where that generational trauma was being held. Mm -hmm. And, and as a healer, like from me that just absolutely adores you and, and you were crying and you were like saying, I can't do this. And I was saying, yes, you can't. Of course, it was not me. It was yeah. it was your spirit guys, your ancestors. It was like your entire divine team that yeah. was moving through me, facilitating that healing. Mm-hmm. But they were just saying, yes, you can. Like, you, ha- you have to. You can, and you need to know that you're not going to be able to move forward as this version of yourself until you let go of this fear that was being stuck in your body of, of pain and fear and it was all like combined yeah. together. There was also an element of acknowledgement that felt really important to the healing of it all. Like, like someone is finally acknowledging mm-hmm. the pain. Mm-hmm. That felt important for me. Yeah. Because with that acknowledgement was also gratitude. Like, gratitude like thank you for being willing thank you for showing up thank you for letting this happen like thank just thank you we're sorry we're sorry and thank you yeah exactly (laughs) you know um yeah that was big I mean I think if we if we look at the the most recent year yeah in general it very much was the year of, of like being I don't know if I want to use the word force, but I'm going to use the word force, like force to confront my biggest stuff, my biggest fears, fear of death, fear Mm -hmm. of loss, fear of confrontation, fear of conflict, fear of like truly stepping into this role to heal the family. And I mean, it, it's, it was the scariest, the idea of all the things I would have, run the other way from yeah. and then life has its way of being like nope here's a miscarriage yeah here's a second miscarriage here's witnessing people in your family in pain here are all the things that you think you can't and we're going to show you that you can mm-hmm. and we're gonna hold you in it and here's this angel person her name is Vaughn and she like I mean it, it's just like the most beautiful story and the, and the ability to have the perspective, you know, to be able to look at it and be like, no, but I had, but I had to, Yeah, it had to happen. And it was the biggest gift that happened and like nothing. And I remember saying this to you when we debriefed the most recent session, like the feeling I have being on the other side of having faced all, I mean, imagine being on the other side of facing your biggest fears, the things you never thought you could do looking back and being like, I did that, I got through that, that happened, and I'm, like, it's as cliche as it sounds, like, unstoppable, like, I had nothing, yeah. 
nothing scares me anymore. Yeah, like not only did you go through it, but you you were like now and I feel like watching you witnessing you it was like thriving through it you know like I know it was so painful but at the same time you were just like had had this fire about you that was like oh I'm we're doing this I'm I'm in it a hundred percent yeah and and it does take that kind of mentality you can't I mean I guess you can come with one foot in one foot out the door but you're not going to get the results that you want um so, okay, well, let's do talk about this year specifically because 2022 yeah. was very profound for you. And yeah. and um, there's that image of, um, you know, like 2020 was the planning of this, you know, like mm-hmm. the image of someone playing in the dirt. And then the second year is like you're watering the, mm-hmm. the ground. And then 2023, you're like, oh, and you're yeah. like <laughs> flourishing through the ground. And you're like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have that image in my next retreat because it was just like that has been us. Like that is the collective energy of what everyone was going through. Yeah. Well, you had a choice. Mm-hmm. All of us had that same opportunity. Like that was the astrological energy that we were working with, the cosmic energy. Mm-hmm. And you showed up in each layer of those expressions, you know, yeah. those visuals. Like I feel like that is you. It's like boom, 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 boom. But within 2023 and especially within like the past, I mean, 2022 within the past six months. um, So you and I had a couple deep sessions here, like one-on-one sessions at my studio. Mm -hmm. And then would you say like there was the, the moment when you, you came in with your mom Mm -hmm. and that was your initiation of like, I, your body could hold yeah. that the capacity of that level of healing. Yes. Yeah. Which I will also say, just for context and timeline, the all of this to me like that the like bigger picture story that weaves this all together for me, or like what I the the through line to me is motherhood in general and the miscarriage that happened at the start of 2022. Yes. Yeah. Start of 2020, January 2022. Yeah. When I look at everything that happened after that, especially the session with my mom and all the healing that's wrapped up in that, it's so clear to me. And we, again, we talked about this every time we hung out or talked on the phone, like, my literally my body could not hold like like I could not be ready to be a mother and and have the space and the capacity inside of me for new life until these bigger other much more important things happened it's an order of events thing for me like that's how I put all the pieces together and It's just everything. Timing is everything. It, it literally Timing is. is I, I mean, I laugh at the. I mean, I, I shouldn't say laugh, but like when I think about the version of me that I was when we started to want a family and plan, you know, it's like I was not ready. I like I. It was just not. 
Because that version of you that was just, you know, a year ago, January, you know, because you thought you were, the due date yeah. for the baby was going to be what? August of, well, of this, year. yeah, this yeah. past August, August 2022. Yeah. And so you, the way that you're, energy your whole life your heart like talking about that that peace that you have in your life right now like if you had been with child Mm -hmm. it it would have paused everything because that would have been oh all towards the baby and and so just the 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 sole purpose of of your wounds you know and your mission in this lifetime and the way that it all had to unfold Mm -hmm is literally like in divine timing. And then you said something earlier today that I just think is so brilliant, the way that you described talking to your spirit baby and how you would say what you would say. Yeah, just the, so the connection I've established with my spirit, little spirit and my baby come in soon, hopefully. Yeah. Um, it's been patient with me. It's been waiting for me, you know, and, and I think for a while I was like, I have to be patient. I'm waiting for my baby to come in. It's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Baby is waiting because I continue to hold the intention of, you know, the mantra that I can repeat daily is love, light, and intentions for the healthiest and most optimal outcome. If I'm asking, if I'm putting that intention into the world for the healthiest and most optimal outcome, there are conditions, right? Like yeah. I, there has to timing and yeah. conditions and circumstance like like that baby knows why it wants yeah, you I and Parsa to be yes. its its parents right yes and it's just it's waiting for us to be ready it's to, waiting yeah. for the most optimal conditions and i just thank it for its patience every day and like whatever and no it's not even whenever you're ready it's ready yeah it's whenever we're ready right and that's been a, right like how assessing readiness right. and being honest with our readiness and being you know, humbled in moments where it's like, we thought we were ready and we weren't. Yeah. And then, you know, miscarriage number one, miscarriage, you know, and I, the second one I would call more of just like a chemical pregnancy, a failed pregnancy. Um, and that's where the trust comes in, right? Like I just, there, there could be a million and one reasons that we give to what happened and why it's all happened. And I, if I can choose my story, and choose my truth of it, yeah. like that's 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 the story. Yeah. And I love that because also the like the spirit world, I was just sharing this with a client earlier, and I was just like, they they don't have a timeline. Like we're the ones with the timeline. We're the one that's putting all the pressure on ourselves that we have to get to this point by this point so that everything will work out according to my timeline. I saw a post yesterday, it drove me nuts. It was of some fertility conference happening online virtually and the description for the conference is something about like learning and healing blah 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 so you can conceive on your timeline and I was like that's the problem Uh we're trying to control this thing that is so beyond so beyond it's not my timeline like for me to think that I can decide oh I want to have a baby this time and then it will be born that and and this is how it's going to look it's like yeah, because you're trying to control the situation. Yes. And when you're controlling a situation, that means you're holding on to the outcome. Yes. And then that means that you're not surrendering into divine flow right. and and orchestration. Or it means, that, or, and it means that I think I know what's 
best. Right. Yeah. I know what the best thing is. I know what optimal is. I know what it's that. And it's like, no, sure. You can think that. Yeah. But I'm asking for the healthiest and most optimal outcome. And I, you know, when I had the first miscarriage, I remember speaking to one of my other healers who I work closely with and she she was kind of like, you know, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Because we wanted to hold both like the human experience of it and the pain and the grief and all that. But also I was like, no, listen, day one, I asked for the healthiest and most optimal outcome. This is what happened, which means this was the healthiest and most optimal outcome. Yeah. I asked for this. Yeah, you can't just say it and not be it like and and that I feel like we were talking about that earlier like the embodiment piece like you had to truly believe as difficult as it was to surrender into that mantra that you're telling yourself like you can't just say it you have to you have to walk it and breathe it and be that mantra and truly trust that everything is working out for the best optimal outcome but and here's the thing like I have nothing to lose by believing that right yeah like, what's the harm in believing that it, it's exactly what was supposed to happen? Yeah. Otherwise, I'm resisting it. And why did this happen to me? And I can't believe this happened. And, it, like, and there were moments, you know, there were moments. I had human moments yeah. in it, of course, of like, well, this sucks. Of course. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also, I could hold the higher perspective of this is not my timing. There's a higher order to all of this. And, and that was another, like one of my other big fears was the fear of uncertainty of not knowing what was going to happen. That used the, the idea and the thought of not knowing what was going to happen used to be the most alarming, anxiety provoking, terrifying thing to me. And now it's the most exciting thing. Like, yes. And I, and I mean that. Like, I yeah, really you really mean that. Mean that. Like, yeah. I can't wait to see what happens. And, and I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Right? Like this or something better. I, right. I don't know, but I know that I'm so taken care of. I know that everything yeah. I've asked for is coming to me in ways that I don't know yet. Yeah. But I also, and that feeling, like that true feeling and knowing came from saying yes to doing the, the fucking hard yeah. work. Like. Yeah. And the feeling I left with after that session with you and my mom, again, that that was my mountain. That was like the thing. Because it all came full circle. It all came like full it circle. Like it was full circle. Yeah. And I left. And there were, you know, some things that happened that sacredly, I think, will just stay between the yeah. two of us. But like I, I left feeling like angels and got like angels and guides and ancestors and everyone and everything it just like is in constant is just like bowing yes like, they're you. like like woo like yeah woo, 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 cheering you yes. on yeah, like thank you thank you for doing the thing you can now have whatever you want like, yes you did it not to say there isn't right more work oh and this and lessons and there's whatever. always gonna there's always going to be the shit yes. but the way that you have cleared out yeah. the way that you have literally cleared a pathway for divinity to unfold for you and for your everyone involved that is that is the work now i mean because it's your that stuff is always going to be there but now you literally like re 
like maybe before you were on a path, you know, that you thought was aligned of like, this is my path. This is what I'm doing. Now, all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to go. And now I'm on this path and this path is leading me down. Well, is leading me to the, it is the road of divinity. And you remember a couple days after that session in the group mm-hmm, class with mm-hmm, Amanita, yep. she knew nothing. Knew nothing. Knew yeah, we were, nothing. this was like, we met together maybe on like a Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. And then on Sunday, I was back at the Salt Cave. You showed up, which <laughs> ballsy move because we had just, Done we just did some deep ass work. Mm-hmm. You show up and Goddess Amanita, which is um, from the Jesus and Mushrooms podcast um the episode you can go listen to that one to get a feel of her energy but she also had been at the retreat um we we you were at yeah. my retreat that I did back in November of 2021 yes. and um and that's another reason why you know we did that retreat we healed so much did so much and then you got pregnant that weekend, yeah. yeah that weekend it was like right after 1111 11, yep and then um because the retreat was in November, you got pregnant, and then in January of 2022, you had the miscarriage. Yeah. And so that was a hard thing because you're like, I'm doing the work. Like, I'm doing this. Like, we're solid, but little yeah. did you know, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, you're, you and Anita, um, your paths crossed and you connected there. And so yeah. they already knew each other. Mm-hmm. And so we're everybody was at the Salt Cave, coincidentally. They did not know they were going to be there. Um, Amanita knew nothing about Talia, what had just happened just a few days prior to that. And Amanita, yeah, that was wild. Yeah, she literally came over to me. And again, this is one of those, like, it all makes sense. The pathway has been cleared. You've done the work to, like, yeah, literally clear so that you can fully be ready to be ready to be ready. And she literally walked over to me and starts, like, speaking into my stomach yeah, and says, I call your legacy forward. Mm. Like it is now time for your legacy to come forward. And I mean that the, 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 my response to that was like tenfold. I, there was an element of relief. There was an element of, I think there was, there was also probably some like residue and some like, final pieces of grieving yeah it was a, it was a very very intense feeling yeah yeah because it was grief but also excitement and gratitude and relief and like oh my god it's like thank god it was just oh my god it, it was, was so, so intense yeah like literally I would check on her every day yeah <laughs> I'd be like how are you today Talia because that was such an intense oh my god week the cries that came out of me in that moment and then every and then all the other women who came and oh stood above me yes. and started cheering yes. and screaming, "A baby is coming!" Yes, the yeah. baby's here. The baby's the, here. The baby's, baby is yeah. coming. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the? I'm definitely not pregnant." Yeah, like, but yeah, but we cleared like a pathway was cleared, and that and gosh, talking about community and like this mm-hmm. the sacredness of women yeah. coming together in a cl- I mean, that was like so primal and tribal and. Oh my yeah, gosh! It felt, like it felt like a like a it literally felt like we were back in some time. Yeah, where I was literally delivering a baby, and all these like midwives and nurses and 
women, medicine women, were like helping me give birth and celebrating the birth of my child. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt like that yeah. day. Yeah. And, and for a, a baby that's not even in your belly yet, but it's just like waiting, waiting. there, waiting, waiting for this legacy. What, how, what did she say? The legacy? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I call your legacy forward. Oh, jeez. Like it is now time. Your legacy can now come forward because you, you had, yeah. you had to do it. You have done it. And here it is literally like tying a pretty little bow on it. Just being like, all right, here you go, baby. Yeah. Let's go. But I also do think on some level, and I, I, I will say consciously, mm -hmm. I think that was also, you know, my readiness and my willingness and my, I don't want to say urgency, but like I knew what it was all tied to. So I sh kept showing up, right? Yeah. Like if I want that, if I want to call in the most compatible soul, if I want to be a mother, if I want all yeah. these things, like I'm going to fucking do what I have to do. Yeah. Not because I'm trying to control it or whatever, but right. like if I want that, then like here's the fire I have to walk through. Yeah. I'm remembering now in one of our first sessions, oh, maybe the abusive one, um, <laughs> where you, we were talking about, you were like, I'm, I'm like, what do you want? And you're like, I want a baby. And, oh. and, and then I was like, okay, well, what are you scared of? And you're like, I'm scared to have a baby. Like, I'm scared to have the pain. Like, you were so scared of the, the pain oh. of delivering a baby. And I was like, well, you're never going to have a baby if you're scared to have a baby. You know, so like we have to work, you have to know that you can handle the pain. The pain. Yeah. And so it's literally like was taking yeah. you through a literal pain so you could realize that you could experience it yeah. and survive it yeah. and thrive through it. Yeah. And also I remember that. I remember, I think maybe again, it was that session or maybe one of the other ones. We've had so many. But I remember there also being another element to the generational work around coming from a lineage of women who didn't get to choose mm -hmm. oh, yes, yes. the life, mm -hmm. didn't get to choose the partner, didn't get to decide yep. if they were ready. Yep, there was definitely that. There was a lot I of remember that. that. Right, like yep. having children, because that's what you did, right, like maybe forcibly, like, it, yep. it, you know, and it's like these, these lives that they led that weren't theirs and that they didn't have the power or freedom to choose. They were just told, yeah. here's, here's the yeah. thing. Here's the person, here's the baby. Here's the not on your timeline. Yeah. And like literally the generational trauma of your ancestors were felt like it was being held in your body and yeah. you had to experience their pain so that you could heal it, yeah. so that you could let it go, so that you could witness it and then heal it, let it go, and then become that next, mm -hmm. um, the next generation yeah. of you, like of creating the new, because... When you heal yourself, you heal seven generations before you and seven generations after you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is like the perfect example of of doing exactly that. Yeah. Yeah, being a certain virgin, doing my healing work, 
being evolved to a certain extent to be able to call in the most compatible soul Mm -hmm. husband's timeline he's in the year that the baby didn't happen Mm -hmm. the stuff he had to heal Mm -hmm. the stuff he's been through the stuff he's had to confront and look at and yeah his work you know it's like it's not just the soul I'm calling in right yeah you're yeah you're together yeah so I'm happy to wait and the allowing of it to happen. I mean, that's that's so much of what I say too. With the, I'm, you know, I'm like, the people are like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, you allowed it to happen. You know, like you you set the appointment, you showed up for yourself, you allowed it to happen. And and without that allowing, it will never happen. So how much more can you let go and allow in? Yeah. And you're you're living proof of it, you know? Like you are because now your work, the way that I mean cuz when I first met you, you were a a coach, you know, like a personal development coach is like yeah. how I would describe you. Yeah. yeah. There was like there was it was different from yeah. where I am now. Yeah. yeah. Now you are all about the inner child healing and so Talk us through that, like what that looks like for you yeah. and the work that you do now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I love about entrepreneurship too. And like doing the thing you're here to do is as you evolve and grow your business and the yeah. way you serve gets to change too. And I, you know, I want to remind people of that. Like you gave yourself that permission to change, to change your mind, to change how you show up, to change how, who and how you serve, to change Anything you want to change. Yeah. Like, as my friend Jen, who you still... Have you met Jen Mintz yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Life is subject to change, and so are you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, for me, the work... You know, it's interesting, because it's not so much that, like... The things people come to me for hasn't so much changed as much as the way... I work with them has right. changed right like yeah. when I look back I'm like okay I did a lot of mindset work I did a lot of like let's change your thoughts let's look at your beliefs let's tell new stories let's look at some fears let's you know do some assessments to figure out your strengths and what you want and what you're good at and now we're going deep into okay these aren't just thoughts you didn't just wake up one day thinking that you're not good enough yeah where did that come from where are you holding that Tell me about the version of you. Tell me about the part of you that believes that to be true to the core of her being. The moment, the experience, the time where she was told the thing that made her believe that. Like that's, we go into the literal root, the origin of that moment in time. And we repair, I mean, it's the reparenting work. We go in and we, yes, we change the story, but not by just convincing this part of you that you're good enough. And it's like my whole thing about mantras and affirmations, like, Yes, they're helpful, but it's not a replacement for the deeper work. Yeah. Because they're just going to often feel like you're lying to yourself. Because, again, you have to embody it. You yes. have to. You have to. You can't just think yeah, it. Yeah. You, you, no longer are the days of just thinking it in your head. Like, that's not enough now. It has to be an energetics. You have to feel it in your body. You have to believe it. You have to be a walking, breathing being. Yeah version of what you are telling yourself yeah and it's, so it's like well what are you telling yourself yeah. where is that thought and that belief coming from yeah i mean that like the way you talk to yourself 
if I, you know, there's so many ways to describe inner child work and parts work and internal family systems, but ultimately it's all about the dialogue that happens in your head daily. How are you speaking to yourself? Mm -hmm. How are you relating to yourself? How do you regard yourself on the good days, but more importantly, on the bad days? Like I'm much more interested in how you are with yourself when you're at your worst. Like this Mm -hmm. whole best self, best this, best that. I'm like, okay, I get it, but I, I don't really care what your best days look like. Yeah. I want to know how you speak to yourself when you have a negative thought, when you have a negative feeling. That for me was the inner child. My personal inner mm-hmm. child work was learning how to hold space for my feelings and understanding that from a very early age, the messages I got were, and, and you know, by no means were my parents trying, you know, it's like they they weren't, they were doing their best. I don't yeah, blame them. Right. You know, but they, they didn't know how to hold space for anything but a smile yeah right and it's like get you know get over it you're fine just be grateful why are you feeling that way you shouldn't be feeling that way and and those words weren't direct you know no yeah no you shouldn't be feeling that way or maybe maybe they were actually but you know and what happens in that early period it's between the ages of three and six Mm -hmm. where certain parts of our brains are developing and we're starting to understand how we make sense of ourselves and the world around us those are the years where we take, we internalize, we inherit and or internalize messages from the outside world that then become what we believe to be true. So if I'm told I shouldn't be feeling that way, or if I'm told just put a smile on, I come to believe that it is not safe to feel the full range of my emotions. That is the most common wound. Gabor Mate talks a lot about this, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, it's not necessarily trauma or bad things that happened to you. It's also the good things that didn't happen but should have. Yeah. And it's also the um, the ways we're told certain things, certain feelings, certain expressions are wrong. And so we're, we become boxed in. We become limited. We become we, – we, we create these rules internally. We internalize the messages and they become rules that sound something like, okay, you can – Blank, you can't blank. This is allowed, this is not allowed. This is okay, this is not okay. And then we limit what we get to experience in life, right? I learned because my sister would be jealous and triggered every time something good happened to me. Okay, joy is not safe. Celebrating me is not safe. Yeah. But also feeling sad is not safe. That's not allowed. I can't feel negative. I also can't feel positive. So what happens? Okay, I'm just going to be in the middle. I'm going to just kind of like not really have feelings yeah. when I'm around you guys. I'm just going to be neutral. Yeah. Which also isn't okay. Right. Because then it's like, what's, what's wrong, wrong, what's wrong with, with you? you? Yeah. You know, and, and I didn't fully understand the depths of this until learning about internal family systems, learning about the different parts of us, learning about our psyche and how yeah. we're, we've got these multiple parts and multiple personalities, one of which is the inner child who has these needs that went unmet. So... It's fascinating. And it's like really to me, it, it, I'm very biased in this opinion, yes. but it's the missing piece for a lot of people. It's definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there is a wounded child inside in, in every single one of us yeah. that is, that is running the show. Yeah. That version of yourself that is like, oh, well, I, you know, I guess I can't get that or I get you know like the whatever whatever it is I mean the possibilities are endless you know as to what that wounded child Mm -hmm. feels and thinks that is hanging out running the show totally 
Yeah. I'm, I want to exercise. So yesterday I told you I started learning a little bit about the neuroscience of all this. So I'm going to just spit some neuroscience out real quick. Two parts of the brain that are important in this conversation. We have the neolimbic brain structure and we have the prefrontal cortex. Most of us are on autopilot in standby mode operating from the neolimbic part of our brain, which is where all of those experiences are stored. We act from that place, we think from that place, we feel from that place. And when we're operating from past experience, we're just reliving the same thing over and over and over and over again. So a lot of the work, if we're looking at it from a purely like scientific, you know, neuroscience-y perspective, a lot of the work is in learning how to shift from the neolimbic part of your brain into your prefrontal cortex, which is why meditation works, which is why visualization works. It literally shifts you into a different part of your brain that's no longer rooted in and informed by the past, but is meant for adaptability, can think about future possibility. Like it's, it's all, when all of it comes together, like yeah, for me, I kind of like, like nerd ah, out. It's, yeah. it's incredible the way the brain works, but also like are in those formative years as a child, your brain is still developing. Yeah. So what you learn and these scripts, these unconscious scripts that you inherit and you, again, you internalize and you take on like they, it literally, your brain is being developed accordingly. Yeah. And good news is neuroplasticity is a thing. So your brain is always changing and you're always creating new stories. So changes, you know, changes constantly happening and possible and, and, Everyone has the power and freedom to no longer live by those stories, but it's it takes work to understand what they are, to recognize that you can choose something different, and then to start the process of literally rewiring and like re yeah rewiring your brain. And that takes time, like for you to go in to yourself and get to know yourself. Who am I really? What am I really thinking? Who's really running the show in there? Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's so important that you go within. Like, but the only way that you go within is with intention. Like, you're not going to go within, you know, like, you know, some people are like, I meditate when I'm walking, I meditate when I'm cooking. Well, Mm, yes and no. Like, I appreciate that your mind is being cleared, you know, and that you're not thinking about your to-do list or whatever. But I'm talking intention. Like, it takes intention. Like, and journal prompts are huge. Create, you know, journal prompts create that yeah. intention. Like, I'm intending to sit down and process what I'm thinking and feeling right now. Mm-hmm. So it really is that intentional intention. Oh, yeah. Every single morning. Knowing, again, personally for me, my biggest wound was the emotional safety, like not having anyone, not having anyone ever come and ask, how are you feeling? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Whatever you're feeling is fine with me. That's allowed. You're allowed to feel that way. Yeah. That sounds hard, right? Like all of that. And I had a great childhood. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also with like gratitude and appreciation for my parents and the great job they did and, and all that. There were still needs that, that weren't met. Yeah. Everyone had needs. Every that single met. person, everybody does. Yeah. So knowing that that was a need for me every single, every single morning without fail, yeah. I will sit down and talk to my, all the parts inside of me. Yeah. And I will, I will, all I have to do is ask them how they're feeling and they're happy. Yeah. They feel needs yeah. matter how they respond. I literally write, hi, my loves. Every single journal oh, entry starts I with, love that. good morning. 
it'll take a moment if they kind of turn like, like okay, check what's in. here who's at the door right you know, okay there's a part of me that's I mean uh, truthfully these days and for the past few months they're good you yeah. know, they're like we're good right you know, it's like, like yeah. I love that you're feeling good today just as a reminder even if you're not that's okay with me like I, I have that conversation every single day and it sounds really simple but it is the most it's how I build trust with them moving yeah. forward it's how I continue like strengthening that connection it's how they let me lead and make decisions without feeling the need to sabotage me or get in my way or cloud my discernment like right. it's teamwork yeah is how I see it now yeah and they're like oh you got this yeah and it's again intentional like you are going with intention every single morning with that with those questions and with those prompts within yourself yeah and then it's just like there it is yeah oh so amazing well you are amazing you are i mean can i said it a million times but probably not as much as i would like to because i could continue saying how you know this integral like integral you've been to all of this I mean, it seems even silly to say because it's like, yeah, we know that. But I, it would not have happened without you. I, your guidance, your your, the space you hold, the safety, the trust. You're and and I celebrate you in this every time I see you. Like your ability to just receive and trust and act on whatever's coming through you without doubting it without hesitating like you just you amaze me you are so you are such a light and watching you continue to grow your gifts and trust your gifts every time you have a session there's something new and like when is it going to end like there's um, the layers to you and your work and your gifts like holy shit every time you leave a session being like Holy shit. We'll, we'll both be on the ground. And being like, what just what? happened? Seriously. Like, literally, we'll both be on the ground just Panting like... Panting for air. Like, crying, crying. and yes. laughing all at the same time. Like, what the hell just happened? And yeah. and I do think that that is a really beautiful part of, of my work is it's yeah. just so innocent. Yes. You know, it's like I'm going in with zero mm-hmm. expectation. No plan, no agenda. I have, open. yeah, it's like, let's just play with spirit today. Like, let's just see what needs to happen for you today. Yeah. And you trust it so fully. I trust it so fully. And, and just the, just coming back full circle to the beginning of this conversation of you creating the safety for me to be able to grow with you because you really have like you have been the number one person that I have worked with the most consistently that I know I have grown as a healer and you have grown as a healer and 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 as Talia like we have just grown so much together like as this beautiful you know it's not like like you know I'm a healer you're here that I mean like we are side by side like going through this journey together and I just am so honored to be holding your hand along this path like we are just walking together along this path in just pure um curiosity and amazement and excitement about what is next and I'm just I mean what a what a gift and a surprise to friendship yes. that I did not 
understand was even possible or capable on the level of what I get to witness with you being an example and moving forward with so many of my other clients. You know, it's like, it gets to be this way. We get to go to the depths with each other like this and have forever friendships and relationships moving forward because we just went through the depths together. There is something really beautiful. I do think for a lot of people, and me included before we met, so much of the inner work is inner. Yeah. Right? Like so much of the inner work is not known to the people in your life. Like it's it's very private. Like the, the point I'm trying to make is it's really nice to have someone on the outside who knows what you're doing on the inside. Yeah. And who you don't have to explain it to. Yes. Who just gets it and sees your growth and celebrates it and like that's that's such a gift yeah it's like your best friend from childhood that already knows you so well that you don't have to explain anything and and that that's the part where I didn't know that I could have friendships like that Uh that that deep where I'm like I know your soul and you know my soul And, and to have, like, I did not know that was available as an adult woman, you know? And so it's been such a, oh, what a gift, what a gift and pleasure to allow that level of intimacy in. And of being seen and of seeing and allowing and showing and sharing and like, like, you know, you are the only one who knows. (laughs) what I've been through because you've been in it with me yeah and and I mean that's what I wish for everyone because right to have a witness to to the to to the inner yeah not just a witness though like so many things a witness a friend a guide a facilitator a space holder like you are so many things a light in the darkness like it sounds so (laughs) cliche but literally like we're going into the darkest of the darkest. Oh, we're places. yeah, that's the thing. And Mom yeah, is coming, and she's not even in front. Not she's like next to you, and she's holding the lantern. And okay, let's, let's go. Let's go. Oh, Toya. And it's it. And without you, it would be the most terrifying fucking like the hole of a tunnel to walk. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I you. Everyone needs that. Everyone needs that, and we're not meant to walk the path alone. We're not meant to walk the path alone. And that's what that's who and what you are amongst many things. Mm-hmm. Like you are the person who's like, no, 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 I'm here. I got the lantern. Let's go. No, uh, uh, we're going. Like, come on. You said you were going, and I'm here, and we're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you Ooh. for everything. The fact that you also just got to work with my sister yes. is huge. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the role extends beyond just me. You know, it's, it's yeah. my family that you have now infiltrated. And what a beautiful, mm-hmm. what a beautiful story to be continued. Who knows what, I'll, what news I'll be back to share I know. on the podcast I know. soon. And I just love that I get to continue witnessing you and your expansion and together i am just soaking in every single 
we're, I love also that we can maintain eye contact like we just yeah. have the entire yeah. time. Like we are just staring into each other's I mean, you, souls. You, that's new. I mean, but but I mean, like to be able to hold eye contact yeah. for like I'm just like staring deep into you, and you're staring deep into me, and it's just like, wow. This this Safe. is this gets to be mm-hmm. people. This this is isn't just for like me or Talia or special people. Like this level of love and connection. healing and connection and soulful just expansion and community. It all exists mm-hmm. and is there. For you, for everyone, mm-hmm. but you got to get out of your own damn way to make that happen. So, I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. Come. Yeah. So, um, I would love to give you a plug at this point because oh. you are an incredible healer, and you definitely. I feel like people will like if they see you, and it's like you feel connected to Talia, you know, like if, if you and read your words and the way that you share your wisdom and your inner knowings, like there's just so much. So please go connect with Talia on Instagram. She is really, truly a breath of fresh air on social media and just so lovely. And if you you know, follow her. She, you offer incredible courses and opportunities that are very affordable. So just, yeah. So keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Say and hi yeah. in my little corner. And yeah, I also just love, I love the way our work works together. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a cool, almost like marriage of so like they just complement yeah each other so well on different levels and different ways right like the ways in which people heal and how we heal is obviously very different but they work so well together yeah so who knows we talk all the time about i know one day doing something together and we're trusting that that yeah may or may not happen there all in divine timing. Yes. I love you too. Congrats on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being here finally. <laughs> episode whatever. You're finally here. I really thought you were going to be like episode three. <laughs> but here we are. All right. I love you. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram, so come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.